I want to dedicate this podcast to a king amongst men called Paul Lawrence, who passed away today. And he wrote a lovely book called 101 Lessons I Taught My Son. And he's a founding member of a hundred black men of London, which is a mentoring organization, and he ran a show called People Talk, and he was an inspiration, an inspirational leader, a guy who lived his values fully out. He was kind and principled in an age where we don't see enough of that he was a great leader almost a year ago maybe less than that now he gave me some coaching absolutely free for a number of weeks and one of the things that he quite encouraged me in was to take action not to sit with fantastical ideas but to strike out take action assess the results adjust if necessary and keep it moving one of the lessons from his book 101 lessons I taught my son is uh, number 14 and it says time wasted can never be regained He says, you can never regain lost time. Sure, you can make up for past mistakes, but just imagine how much further ahead you would be today had you done that which you should have done yesterday. This whole podcast has been a practice of starting where you are with what you have and doing what you can And I'm grateful for the seeds that have been sown into my life, the investments from people and from Paul particularly, because that lesson of taking action, assessing the result, adjust and move and keep going has been helpful, really helpful for me in this last year. So I dedicate this whole conversation about purpose (laughs) to him. My thoughts, prayers and love go to his family and friends and all those whose lives he has changed. I'm grateful that he lived. Hi, welcome to Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. The purpose of this podcast is to provide a space to soothe, heal, inspire, nurture and elevate. 
My name's Cherry Gillings and I run a coaching practice called Inner Space and you can find Inner Space Coaching on Facebook and Instagram and I'm saying that because I think I'm supposed to say that, right? <laughs> I think that, oh, I keep doing this podcast and then never tell you what I, what I do in the world and um but I don't have to do that at all because that is not what this podcast is about. I'm not trying to recruit anybody to my coaching business. I'm actually really invested in this. You are not broken. You are always okay. The very essence of you is eternal love and light and that power source fuels everything else I used to say it like this that people are solar powered from the sun inside we are solar powered people from the light within huh And that our ideas of brokenness, our ideas of less than, our ideas of not good enough are reinforced over and over again in this culture, societies that we live in. And there is a good reason for keeping people in the illusion of things people, places and things make us feel good or people, places and things make us feel bad. And what might that be? What might the payoff be for fostering human beings to think that way? Predominantly, it keeps us engaged in the economic cycle. If I can convince you that what you really need in your life is this watch, this car, this job, these nails, this hair, this body, this food, this diet, If I can convince you that those things carry the ability to change your mood, to even change your status, then I'm convincing you to hand over your money and I'll convince you that you need to keep going to work in a job that you hate. And in so many ways, life can very quickly become about meeting those ideas as if they're true. 
living as if those ideas are true and we forget the essence that existed before we had any one of those funky ideas. I am so certain that what we are part of is a one energy field and that we are part of that one power in the same way as a sunbeam is a direct expression from the sun. It seems that way to me. It totally seems that way to me. And that that power fuels and runs the ideas, if you like. So we've got an idea and it's plugged into the power source and it looks real. Like you can run a microwave and a, and a, a light and a kettle and a cooker from the one electricity supply, huh? That's how it looks to me. I've had such an interesting conversation today with one of my uh, coaching clients exactly about that. When we are utterly convinced of our brokenness, when we are utterly convinced that we're wrong, when we're convinced of the story that we're not enough, something happens in our lives when we act as if that's true and so much of what we're doing and being in the world is based upon this fundamental lie. And the quiet comes and you can feel in the quiet. Well, what if you're not broken? What if you are always okay? What if there's nothing wrong with you? And you can almost feel the cogs turning and asking the question, well, What then? If there's nothing wrong with me, what then? (laughs) You know, what then? What then? Like, ask yourself, what then? If you had less energy invested in ideas of brokenness and wrongness and not enoughness, what would you do with all that energy that was then available to you for your life? How might you show up? How do our funky ideas get in the way of our expression of ourselves? Because if you're not broken, if there's nothing wrong with you, then there's no need to hide. 
no matter what our experience of life has been, there's no need to hide because the essence of you is unbreakable. The essence of you is always okay. The sun is always shining on the inside, whether we can see it in that moment or not. I wonder what you would use your power for then. I wonder what you would do with your energy then. Who would you be if your ideas of wrongness and brokenness fell away? No matter how many times you've practiced the idea of there is something wrong with me, it still does not make it a fact. And that feels and tastes like freedom. Hello. Oh, hi, Sherry. Hi, Shanine. It's good to hear you. You too, love. It's really good to hear you too. How are you doing? I'm doing well today. How are you doing? Yes, sis, I am well. I am well. And I'm really looking forward to talking to you because um, our last conversation was quite a while ago about purpose, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, I can't remember exactly when it was, but well over a month ago now, definitely. Yeah, I think so. And um, and I and I've been, you know, following your posts still, and just seeing this rich creativity that just pours forth from you. And uh, and I was intrigued about your your podcast, Free to Be, and uh, and your music as well. Thank you. And and me and so purpose looks like a really multifaceted thing. I think so. Yeah, I think what I'm starting to see is that there really aren't any limits on how we can express ourselves and express our message and our soulful purpose in life. Lovely. So, yeah, I'm I'm seeing how we can be completely free in being able to live our lives and in being able to express ourselves creatively and how I guess we don't have to have any understanding on how it may or may not ripple out yeah okay we can just engage in the activities that feel good and then let go of what the outcome might be from that and I think that that's what I feel quite passionate in engaging in at the moment is just trusting that deeper sense of what feels good and trusting that that's enough to follow and and to explore. I really love that because what I think happens is that often people get caught up in 
one idea about purpose, that they have one purpose in life and and they struggle to find it, to identify it. And to hear what you're saying means actually it's much richer than one thing. And there's indicators along the way. I think if there is a true purpose for everybody, it's mm. that we are simply ourselves. And the expression of that will be whatever it is in the moment. Mm. But I've also been seeing a lot of what you've been posting recently and have mm. felt quite inspired by seeing your inner space, coaching mm. work and the expression of your purpose and your soulful journey and I think that's how you know when you're connected to your soulful family because hmm. you can just you can see the heart and soul of what's being shared yes and it it just it feeds you from a deeper place and uh-huh. um, so I've really I've really been enjoying the things that you've been sharing recently as well and can really connect to a lot of where you come from. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, it's... Thank, so thank you for, <laughs> for sharing yeah. your soul purpose with the world. Yeah, because you, you know what I'm seeing is that is that there is really one energy, one energy. Uh-huh. And it shows up in so many different ways and it seems to me the more i it's almost like the more i pay attention to that then the more ways it pops up yes <laughs> which is kind of funny because it's a little bit like i heard michael neil say one day that when you've got eyes for god you see god everywhere and it feels a little bit like that right now. Yeah. And that we can be on purpose at any moment if we bring our attention to what we're doing. Yes. Like we can be washing the dishes, right? And we can be doing that purposefully and intentionally and totally present to it. And then there's no chore in doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, such a simple thing, like hoovering. If you're totally present to it and the sensation of it and the being with it, it's it's a totally different experience to thinking, oh, look at the mess that's left in the house and I've got to clean it up and I've got 10 million one other things to do. It's totally different. Yeah. So it looks to me like there's something about attention that's related to purpose and awareness that's related to being on purpose in any moment yeah I think so and what you touched on there is what I experience as everyday wisdom and the understanding that the divine is in everything Mm. everything that exists is an expression of that divine Mm. energy Mm. 
and um, I think that when you start to tap into it and you do start to realise that it's available for every moment of your life regardless of what activity you're engaging in then absolutely yeah even doing the washing up can be a spiritual experience and a conversation between you and the universe um and it is it, it, it just opens up this wonderful expression and dimension of self being itself and mm. and then everything that flows from that is is just a lovely expression of life being what it is naturally and yeah it's, it's a wonderful um a wonderful thing to just experience and witness so yeah I, yeah i hear a lot in what you say so tell us a little bit about your music then and, and how that's connected to your purpose so, or how an expression. I think music for me is something I do because I enjoy it mm-hmm. and I see how it is a way of being able to express myself creatively Mm. and it's a way of being able to channel some of my deeper thoughts and feelings that I may not be able to put into words into a form that I can still feel is communicating something with the universe and with life Mm. so so my instrument is the bass guitar and I find that it just taps into my deeper soulful nature mm-hmm. and I find it quite fun to play with so mm-hmm. it's, it's more that music is an expression of self as opposed to I'm doing it because I feel like I have to sh- share a message through my music but at the same time um, the band that I play with at the moment uh-huh. is it's just it, I think that music just offers a natural conduit for whatever is happening at the time and that in itself can be quite healing and mm. so so it's just it just happens that a lot of the lyrics that that Kath writes for the songs are channeling this journey of going deeper within ourselves and finding true freedom within ourselves so even without intending to it's Mm -hmm. sharing a message already and um, I'm reminded of a quote by John Lennon um, who was the the lead singer in the Beatles uh, Mm. for anybody who doesn't know and, yeah, I know. I don't know if they're in the mind saying that. Pretty much everybody knows who John Lennon is. But there might be some really young people who don't know. <laughs> and um, do you know what? As I'm saying it now, I'm, I don't even I don't even know if it was John Lennon or whether it was um, his partner Yoko Uno. She called Yoko. Yeah, yeah. It was one of yeah. the two. I can't I can't exactly remember. But anyway, this um, the the quote itself really resonated with me I think it was John Lennon and it was um, that one of the most healing things that we can do instead of preaching about how life is and preaching about spiritual understanding 
is mm -hmm. through our art share our experiences and then people have an opportunity to connect and relate to it in a way that is healing or serving for them and yeah. um, I found that quite impactful and I found that resonated quite a lot with just stepping out of telling people about spiritual understanding from just sharing experience so I yes. think that's another another way that the music offers a channel for that as well it offers a channel for that sharing of experience yes. um, which then offers people who listen to it a chance to hear something for themselves in it yeah that makes sense so I guess that was a, just a very long-winded way of saying I just I play music because I really enjoy it <laughs> and there's not really any other reason beyond that that I do <laughs> so you play music because you enjoy it but you're actually you're in a band as well and is that about enjoyment or, or is there more to it than that so I think playing in a band for me personally is something that I just felt like I had to do because I'm a bass player it's rare that you would find a solo bassist um, uh -huh. and I just enjoy the experience of playing with a band so ever since I started playing bass guitar I've always played in bands and the experience of that is something very connecting um, so deep relationships form between band members and it's an opportunity to have a, an intimate shared experience with other human beings um, that I've never felt replicated in any other circumstance yes yes so it's, it's just it's it's just it's an opportunity to have a shared experience that just feels very intimate and very vulnerable um and enjoyable as well so that's why i enjoy playing in a band i think there's something about creative endeavor together mm. so and I, and I really, I really get the vulnerability piece of it as well, because if we consider that everything started in the thought realm, you know, as, as invisible, and then the idea came into somebody's mind, and then they have the courage to write it or move it or draw it or paint it, and then share it with, you know, a, a group of peers to produce something that's greater than each one individual's contribution. I, I really get the sense of um, how vulnerable that feels, you know? Because yeah. artists often feel like they're putting themselves on the line, don't they, when they're sharing their, their art. Yeah. And I really see that. But then the group together, the, the acceptance of the process, the the willingness to be in the process together of creation, of creating. Yeah. 
an, as an experience, it challenges me to find a deeper sense of grounding within myself to trust mm. that I'm safe and I'm okay to share that creative, thoughtful part of myself. Oh, I love that. I love that. You said a deeper sense of grounding in yourself to know that you're safe to share. Yeah. I think that's really powerful. I think that's really powerful. And to my mind, that moves us on to your podcast. Yeah. So does it seem like yeah, does that seem okay to, to have a look at yeah, that? Yeah, of course. Because that feels like another experience of you feeling deeply grounded and safe enough to share what's in your heart and what's on your mind. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. It feels like a natural progression of the expressions I've been sharing so far. Uh and it's a relatively fresh idea but it Mm. felt like a really good time to start developing it so the idea to have a podcast has been in my mind for years but Uh I've always put it to the back of my mind in thinking that I wouldn't be able to do it or I didn't have the skills or Mm. I wouldn't be able to keep up to it it was actually keeping up to doing it regularly that was putting me off for a long time Mm -hmm. and then I'd say probably in the last two weeks it's just been popping up and popping up and popping up in my mind and Mm -hmm. I um I just thought I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna put it out there that I'm doing it and I'm just gonna develop it as an idea so as it stands at the moment all that I've done is committed to starting a podcast (laughs) the actual (laughs) practical development of it is I haven't even looked at how I'm going to do it but I but I just I trust the process yeah because I I know that 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 thought is there and for me what the podcast will enable me to do is have conversations with people that I feel really inspired by Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you experience this for yourself hosting a podcast but I feel like it's a way of me being able to invite people into my home to have a conversation uh, with them and uh-huh. to just and to just host and to just be that that space for people to really open up and to share into and mm-hmm. I just think that it's a really nice thing to offer somebody so so I've I've mm-hmm. been invited to take part in a few different podcasts yours included which I'm really grateful Mm -hmm. for and I really appreciate and Mm -hmm. what I found is in being a guest on a podcast it's really enabled me to open up myself within and really explore Mm -hmm. the true answers to some of the questions that I've been asked and Mm -hmm. I just really want to offer that to other people you know just that opportunity to open up and to just have really honest um, vulnerable conversations about the things that we may not talk about in everyday general conversation but actually the things that are just really nourishing and 
really supportive and really encouraging to our soulful creative journeys so so it's so so yeah it's just going to be a way of being able to have those conversations and also a way of being able to just explore this idea of um or experience of who we are more openly and just have those conversations and those explorations more openly and um more publicly so so that's where the ideas are at the moment. It's it's just in the stages of being developed, really. I think it's exciting, Shanine. When I saw your post, I was like, oh, this is so exciting because it seems to me, um, it seems important to me that more sisters have their voice heard, whatever their voice is, whatever perspective they're speaking from, sharing from, living from, I'm really, like one of the one of the purposes of this podcast is to elevate and to you know to nurture and celebrate each other and so when I saw it I was excited and and it was call free to be as well now some years ago um, my friend who is she's an NLP practitioner and a barrister black woman like NLP practitioner barrister and um, her company was called free to be so when i saw this like i had this positive association just with the title yeah. already and it reminded me of my friend and i just thought oh yeah you see because the more of ourselves that we can be the more of the stories about ourselves that we can put down oh the freer we are and and i've been thinking a lot about this lately because maybe it's just because of the year that we've had you know the 2020 year the covid the the social health inequalities and all, all of the other things that have happened this year that you know when we look beyond circumstance and when we look beyond conditioning and, and the question arises well what then <laughs> what if i'm not my circumstances what if i'm not who i think i am what then and um the answer that keeps resounding in my heart is well then there's the freedom to express what you really are and we don't really know and this is the cool thing about your podcast isn't it and this podcast is that we don't really know where it's going to go and where it's going to end up and we don't really know what's going to happen next but we do know that if we begin it some magic will unfold oh yeah I absolutely love that and I think you're right and I was reminded of this post, um, this quote recently in a post that somebody shared in a women's group that I facilitate for creative women Mm -hmm. and it was start weaving and the divine will provide the thread and I truly have absolute faith in that understanding that as, as we continue to move in the directions of the dreams we want to create in life as we work towards and take action towards the things that we really want to do and express ourselves in in a way that we truly want to express ourselves life just offers up these beautiful opportunities and threads that we can just use to continue weaving and creating our dreams and uh, yeah i absolutely see that so while at this moment in time the podcast 
doesn't exist. I, I know that if I just continue to find that good feeling within, that sense of feeling home, that sense of feeling complete and whole and everything that life intended me to be, and if I just continue letting that feeling inspire me to take action, something will happen, something will be made, something will mm-hmm. be created. And I've just come to mm-hmm. fully, wholeheartedly trust in that and trust in that knowing. And um, th- that's what supports me in just continuing to move forward with ideas. I love it. I love what you're saying. And I hope that those that are listening to this podcast really catch a hold of what you're saying. Because (laughs) there's such permission in it. You know, when people have a, I've been talking about it today as well, when people have an inkling of an idea and it feels good and then they talk themselves out of it. But actually what you're saying is, don't talk yourself out of it. Follow the good feeling. And let that direct, inspired action. And you know, if somebody's sitting on the sofa listening to this, thinking, oh, I've always wanted to, wouldn't it be really cool if and there's a good feeling on the end of that thought. What would you say to them today? Why not? Why not? Beautiful. Why not? Why not? This may come across as being dark in nature and I don't intend it to be, but I often find a lot of inspiration in the understanding that my physical form is going to die one day. So this, mm-hmm. this individual expression of life will one day cease to be. And in that, I ask myself, why not? What have I actually got to lose by trying? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You know, I'm, I'm not going to, um, you know, failures don't change the essence of who you are. That's, that's always present. And, and so... I often just say, why not? Why not just give it a go? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You can do something else, try Mm -hmm. something else. There's always other ideas that will come along. But why not? Why not just see what happens? Mm. I 100% agree with you. It's one of of the questions I, I often ask people. And even my coaching clients, I remind them, you know, that, you know, life our experience of life is finite. It's going to come to an end. So, you know, what will you live for in the meantime? You know, um, and I love what you're saying about let's not be afraid of failure. Let's not be afraid of failing because the essence of who we are isn't damaged or tainted or contaminated or it's unbreakable. So nothing is lost. Only experience is gained. Oh, I love that. Mm. Yeah. I love that. 
that and that's exactly it you gain experience through everything that you do so Shanine, you said you run a creative women's yeah. group yeah yeah how could any of our soul sisters listening to this podcast become part of that is there is there a website or yeah, a facebook so group it's a private group on facebook and it's uh-huh. searchable so if anybody did want to join you could search for when women create and it should come up and then you can just send a link to join and i'll be able to to add you into the group and it's a lovely supportive encouraging space for women to share what inspires them to share what they're creating and to just have conversations and share their understanding of being creative and how it expresses itself in all kinds of different forms so it's a lovely group and yet um, anybody who identifies as female is welcome to join Mm -hmm. fantastic fantastic when i post this podcast i'll post a link to the group on 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 the facebook page as well so people can find it easily i love that i love that you have that group and that you lead that yeah thank you um Um, i'll i'll send a link to it to you over messenger but it was it was inspired by the when women speak network which i know you might have heard of uh-huh. So that's a, a community interest project which is facilitated by two female coaches, Sarah Sanderson and Nicholas Snowd, and they're both mm-hmm. really inspiring women and they facilitate this network for women to just share their natural voices. And so when they first started running the project, I got involved and felt inspired to set up this group for creative women because I just felt like there was a need for women to feel supported in expressing their natural creativity and also for women to feel like they're able to um, share their work in a way that it's professionally respected as well I feel like there's Mm. I feel like there's a, a kind of pay gap or a respect gap in the creative field mm-hmm. for um, art and creative projects that are mm-hmm. inspired by women and so I, I felt quite passionate about facilitating a space where women could really come to see the value of their work and their creative work and, and to feel mm-hmm. empowered to then be able to share that in the industry in the creative field um knowing that it's it's just as impactful and empowering as any creative work that men produce so so Uh so there's an element of that as well so i often offer space for women to share their work if they have anything that they want to sell um so 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 i'm also trying to create a network of women being able to share their work and to be paid for it as well and to kind of recognize the value of their creative work it's just wonderful you know i'm hearing again yeah purpose <laughs> and purpose the passion and how your awareness yeah. of the gap is is what enabled you to offer a space 
that could meet that gap it's like oh look purpose yeah. <laughs> more and so more purpose i never considered it that way but i think that we find the things we want to do when we notice where we have we can be of service yeah oh yeah I, lovely yeah lovely. i think you're right i think when we see that's missing and i have i have the skills and understanding to be able to offer a service here or to offer support here and Beautiful. i think that that's where it comes from just noticing where you where you can fill that space or bridge that gap oh, we're gonna talk again i <laughs> love to talk. i really enjoy it <laughs> You're such a wonderful person to listen to as well. Um, and I always I always feel very comfortable in being very open with you. And I think that that's a skill uh-huh. that you possess as well, is just offering that, that oh, homely and comforting, comfortable space. So, um, so yeah, I'd be more than happy to come and talk to you again. I would love that. Fantastic. Fantastic. So I would like to um, just thank you for joining me today and to thank our listeners for being present and giving us their time and attention. And I really hope, I really trust that what you've heard from Shanine today is encouraging and uplifting and, and that you would notice the gaps and where you're able to meet the gaps and that you would notice that service and awareness and attention are so linked to purpose. And that purpose isn't far away from you. You don't have to search hard for it. It's actually right under our noses all of the time. I look forward to speaking to you next week on Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. Bye. Bye. Hi, good morning. Oh, this is great. Fantastic. Can you hear me clearly? I can hear you beautifully, yes. How are you this morning? Fantastic. Really was looking forward to the call with you, especially after your message. So thank you for that. Oh, fab. You know, I've been so excited since I've been awake. I feel like I feel like I should have a pen and paper with me, but I don't. I'm so Ah. glad this is a recorded conversation because, oh, sis. So um, the introduction to you is recorded. And oh. um, so, we, so we don't have to go through that again now that you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was That's just good. really struck by some of the things that you've achieved in your life. Really? What, what, what resonated with you? So here's what jumped out. Like the first thing that jumped out was that you're the first British cert- certified leadership consultant for the Napoleon Hill Foundation. And you're one of the 50 most influential black entrepreneurs in the UK. Like, wow. Thank you. I mean, can I be honest? Uh Being honest with you, sometimes I don't understand how I end up in these things either. (laughs) Like, I look at it and then my family say, but you're great. And I'm like, yeah, but look at all these great people. What am I doing here? And then, you know, it's only sometimes when you look back through your life and realise because uh-huh. life can just be so fast. Sometimes you don't even, re- for me anyway, sometimes yes. I hadn't stopped to realise all the things that I'd done. So thank you for saying that um, and noting it, that, that these are achievements that actually <laughs> jump out at other people. So thank you. 
Oh, it's really phenomenal. Cool. It's phenomenal. You know, you. Sophia, what I remember is um, the Women of Wisdom and Words of Wisdom work that you were doing so many years ago. Yes. Um, my seminars started in 2009, so over 10 years ago now, Sherry. Mm-hmm. Um, and before that, uh-huh. I had a column in the Voice newspaper that was called Words of Wisdom uh-huh. as well. It was called Wow, yeah, uh-huh. Wow the column, and then Wow the seminar. Mm-hmm. The reason being because there were just so many synchronicities happening in my life at that time, mm-hmm. and I was starting to learn about universal laws and knowing that there was something at play other than me just going from step to step, you know. So as these things just came into my life on point, exactly what I'd needed and more, it wowed me. Uh-huh. And then I would, you know, I would start to get these messages and thought, why not? share them and so it started there with the newspaper column I had in the voice just looking at everyday occurrences and seeing the real let's say that the big lesson the bigger picture in Mm -hmm. the in the things that we see as the the main part of our life Mm -hmm. um being just all consuming and then realizing it's just a tiny jump or step along the way to a much bigger picture so so wow kind of started there with words of wisdom and women on wealth and watching our words and lots and lots of things we did didn't we it was was a really good time so one of the things that you spoke about which I've mentioned to you before but has never left me was this your intuition is your inner tuition yeah this inner tuition I've strongly still believe that now and um, do you know along the on the way, um, Sherry, I've honed my audience and the people I speak to down to women, because uh-huh. even though everybody has an intuition, I really feel that that inner tuition for women is just something extraordinary, extraordinary. Mm-hmm. and that there is a reason behind the fact that we are given such strong intuition or inner tuition as guidance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe it's because we are we we have we tend to have very nurturing um, tendencies around us, mm-hmm. the nurturing mm-hmm. tendency, whether it's be to your child, your, your husband, your coworker, whatever it is. And because we are so nurturing, so giving, um, without having an intuition to top you up, there has to be something inside you to give to give from, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. there is a uniqueness. It's like there's a line between you, or or a, even a like a funnel, you know, between you and the universe and God that is just pouring into you this inner tuition, this inner knowing that can uh-huh. fill you up, so that you can have what you need to nurture. Um, I think there's there's definitely a divine connection around that. But mm-hmm. when you don't tap into it, you know, when you're when you are on autopilot and not realizing all the things that have happened to you because you listened and then you acted, mm-hmm. then you get drained. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you felt that before? That that yeah. sort of yeah yeah absolutely. And even it's so interesting what you're saying because even this year, I feel like my. I feel like the funnel is wider. <laughs> mm, <laughs> I wow. feel like the funnel is wider this year. And um, one of the ways that I speak about that today is uh, it's almost as if we were born on like 
um, like a super fast, high fiber broadband, you know, <laughs> information was being downloaded, you know, huge amounts of data every millisecond. Yes. And then over the course of our lives, you know, the bandwidth gets narrower and narrower as narrow as we start to live in the autopilot, as we start to live in the conditioning. And um, mm. but 2020 feels like whew, the funnel is wide open. <laughs> So true. <laughs> yeah so true I mean people are faced with themselves and their thoughts more than mm-hmm. ever before this year mm-hmm. people have to listen to what's going on in their life what thoughts they're feeding themselves what things they're repeating what mm-hmm. their environment is saying like you can't help but be aware of every single sense of um, sense impulse around you mm-hmm. of the things you're seeing, hearing, smelling, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Even smelling, yes. do you know what I mean? The things yes. you're eating, tasting, the way you're moving, everything, everything. Yes. Just such an awareness of it now. Um, and this is causing a shift. I mean, it's been a challenging year, of course. So I won't mm-hmm. take that away from anyone. Mm-hmm. But for many people that are tapping in, I think it's one of the most empowering years you're going to have if you make use of it. The most mm-hmm. empowering, life-shifting years ever. Yes, yes. I feel like partly that's because so much of what people were invested in in terms of conditioning and activity and mm. um, maybe the misattribution of power. So, you know, identities coming from the work that we do or from the roles yes. that we play. And 2020 is like a bowling ball and knocked all of those skittles down. So yes. what remains when the idea of you falls away? Absolutely. It's a powerful question and it's one that's challenging to answer, but essential Mm. to answer, essential to think about, Mm. because you can't just be defined by the roles that you play as your job role Mm -hmm. or as a mother or a wife or Uh a friend or there was a you before all that stuff and it came with a purpose. And, you know, I mean, it's just that is that I guess that is the signal being sent down that super highway. Yes. <laughs> at alarming yes. speed. Yes. And um you, you've <laughs> gotta have the right cable, you gotta have the right you gotta have the right tools, technology to be able to receive it. And that is partly what that inner tuition is. Mm-hmm. It's it's the receptacle, it's the receiving part of you that mm-hmm. will take it in. And also show you the picture of what it is, not just the words or not just the image, but the actual, you know, you re- you play it in your mind, you see it mm-hmm. clearly, the image of what it is. And I think that there are exercises that you can do or that I do. Uh-huh. Would you like to you... share one or two of them? Are you able? Yeah. Oh, in terms geez, of intuition, cool. I'm just thinking about that thing of seeing an image. Um, I learned from one of my spiritual teachers about us as that source uh-huh. being something like like a soul essence let's say a drop of a soul Mm. that is interconnected worldwide but Mm. that drop an essence of you sits behind your eyes that's what he Mm. says it sits in a place behind your eyes and so the way that I do it is in sort of meditation I will sit and I'll try and imagine myself as not this body but as that Mm -hmm. drop or as that somethingness that I can't explain Mm -hmm. um then I go up through like the spine or through the back of me somehow it's like I'm ascending stairs mm-hmm. and that makes mm-hmm. me feel more relaxed mm-hmm. um and when I get there to that place behind my eyes I'm still very aware of the room I'm in and everything mm-hmm. so to ground myself 
I imagine with my senses in that spiritual way that everything in um, sort of a room behind my eyes. So behind my eyes is a screen, like a Mm -hmm. cinema screen. Mm -hmm. And I sit in a chair, like a throne. It could be any chair that you like. You just imagine that there is a chair and by the side of it is a table. And on the table is a drink in any Mm -hmm. cup that you, any cup that you want, any type Mm -hmm. of drink that you want and a bowl of food, any food that you want, any bowl that you want, any amount that you want. So you can smell the food mm-hmm. and you can and you can look at the drink and see it and think, yeah, I mm-hmm. want that. And mm-hmm. you can pick it up and feel the heat or the cold of the cup mm-hmm. and you can taste it. And you can, you know, pick up the piece of food or fruit, take it mm-hmm. up and smell it and taste mm-hmm. it. Um, you can listen out and think about what you can hear in there, what kind of music is the background and the soundtrack to your life in that moment. Uh It kind of grounds you as that person in the source. And then what I do is to look at that screen and see what's playing and what's showing up for me at Uh that time. Um, It can be many, 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 many things, of course, depends on Uh where you are in life. But as I, what I realized through that exercise, as I continue to do that exercise, um, I started to see doors in that room. Mm-hmm. It's like I never saw them before, but one day I saw that there there was a door to the left and the front of me, and then my teacher mm-hmm. walked in, and then he took me, and we went out the right-hand side, and I realised there was a window there that I'd never seen before, and we went, and we kind of flew around. I mean, I'm sure this is all completely nuts to your audience. <laughs> Sorry, audience, I'm just, I'm just led here, and I've never shared this in public before in this way, but there was just so much to explore and now that I mm-hmm. um now I've been to that room that kind of meditation room so many times I've seen that mm-hmm. there are many um many spaces to go there are rooms where I can recollect memories there are rooms where I can manifest things there are mm-hmm. rooms where you know just all sorts of things going on that mm-hmm. I only see every time I go there something new opens up and I think that is what it is to be for me in my inner space of tuition that intuition because I come out with ideas and mm-hmm. like the ideas when they come people will always say to me wow I've never heard anything like that before I've never seen anything like that before I've never... it, it's not come as a result of something I've seen here yes it's a completely different space isn't that incredible yes. to just have yeah. that yes yes yeah I love what you're talking about and <laughs> I relate to it and and it's funny because when I speak about the meditations or the journeys, I always have a little, oh, I know this sounds weird, but here we are anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does sound weird, but it's, you know, Wait. there's so much that you can do with your mind. Imagine that's the only thing that every single being shares is that ability to think and that ability to create through thought. Yes. So we're all creating different things from, from the multi-billionaires to, you know, the plant. (laughs) I'm sure the plant, the plant doesn't think that it's thinking. It probably has got Mm. the power of thought because it does things by Mm -hmm. by nature. Mm -hmm. You know, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, I watch my plant. I'm like obsessed with plants right now. You see Uh on my Facebook, I'm forever growing stuff now. (laughs) And um, I've seen the way that the plants are moving towards, and yes. um, it's just fascinating to me the way that the the fruits grow and 
mm, everything that the way that things are formed um in this world including us including uh-huh. when i think and i grow towards light and really uh-huh. grow and flourish yeah. or when i grow away from light and wither and wither mm-hmm. and withdraw myself beautiful beautiful mm. because it's so natural isn't it it's mm-hmm. it's the it's the sense of the natural when you speak about it that there isn't really a separation between the spiritual and the natural that yeah when we get in the way we kind of wither and shrink and you know miss the light yes and when we are not in the way when our thinking's not in the way then quite naturally we'll head towards the light and flow wow. that's what i'm hearing wow it's lovely it's really, yes. really lovely yeah. so maybe then our mission is just to let go and let go and bloom and <laughs> just blow and bloom and become the flower that we're supposed to be you know oh, there's so many yes. different species yes and maybe if we let go more we'll be able to flourish in that i believe that i believe mm. that and and there's the practice of cultivation isn't there yeah you know there's the gift of, of cultivation which we have which we've been given mm-hmm. so it taps into what you were saying about everybody as the ability to create experience through the power of thought. Oh, so mm. we're always then cultivating something. Mostly yes. people are cultivating on autopilot and don't know it. Whereas what you're pointing to is the awareness, the invitation to be curious. What are you cultivating in your life? Have a look. You go and sit mm. in the meditation space within and you'll mm. notice what you're cultivating. And from there, we can cultivate something entirely different with higher guidance. Yes. Mm. Yes. This is this is a very unique. Um, I hope that it opens up for people who have never thought this way. That mm. no matter where you're sitting right now, no matter how closed you think you are or stuck you think you are, you still have the ability to choose something different by thinking of something different and allowing yourself to not think, what am I going to do in this situation? But, you know, what else is possible? What else is possible? And just keep asking, not to have the answer, but to have the answer given to you. Not Mm -hmm. to think of an answer, but to allow yourself to be guided by the light without your thought, just being the questioner Mm -hmm. and be given that light and given that, that answer. It's possible. We've done it. And I know people that have done it. Uh-huh. Um, so perhaps that's our message today for those people that really, you know, we, we, Sherry and I, I don't even need to ask Sherry because I know if you can tell, like we've just got on the phone now for this <laughs> conversation, no prep in terms of, oh, let's talk about this. And we flow with it mm-hmm. and vibrate with it because of this thought pattern and this thought uh-huh. source and all these ideas are being given to us. Uh-huh. And that ability is for anybody anybody and everybody in the world to have ideas given to you. So you can have an idea about how to shift your situation. Wow. Sis, this is so timely. You wouldn't believe the timeliness of what you're saying. Yeah. So two, well, you will believe the timeliness of what you're saying. So two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was on this webinar and um, the facilitator said this phrase. She talked about, searching the sofa for change to put together the airfare to go away oh and um i heard it and i thought oh my gosh i've done that in my life ransack the sofa search bags search coat pockets 
And then I saw the metaphor of it searching the sulfur for change. I was like, Whoa. whoa, you are searching and people are always searching in what they already know for the answer. Whoa. But the answer is not there. And as you've just shared, how you've shared and what you've shared, it's, it's just a confirmation that no matter where you think you are today, if you are searching the sofa for change today, stop. <laughs> stop and take a breath and ask the question, what else is possible? Mm-hmm. What else is possible? Because yeah. that's what we don't see when we're, when we're in uh, desperate situations. We can't see. It can be so difficult. I remember mm. being, well, many times, but one in particular, being in that situation to the point I was in so much darkness in my mind that I didn't even turn on the lights in my house. And at uh-huh. this point, I can't even remember if it was because I didn't have electricity or because uh-huh. I just felt that I wasn't deserving of the light in that moment and wanted mm. to sit in darkness. But I remember sitting in darkness in my living room, blind shut, lights off, because I was in mm. such depression and, and like such a place of, oops, are you there? Of, of there not being... Yes, you was in such depression uh-huh. because I had made a failure in business. I had lost money. Um, my fiancé had just left my house. They were going to take it that day. It was in court. <sighs> And I didn't go because I just thought there's nothing I can do anyway and I don't have any money. And I remember just sitting there in darkness, not even asking for an answer, just just assuming there's uh-huh. nothing I can do. This is just going to happen. This is what I deserve. This is uh-huh. where I am. So maybe I'm in the soil at that mo- moment. As I look at it now, I just mm. see myself below the soil right now. A seed, unaware mm. of its potential to, to grow. Wow. I see it right now. Well, I've never seen it that way. Mm. But in that moment, there was a cultivation. Yes. The cultivation came because someone spoke to me. Mm. Their words were the power I needed to lift up. And what they said to me was, Sophia, you know, I, I was like, I've done everything wrong. There's nothing I can mm. do. I need this money. I need it by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I haven't got it. I'm going to lose my house. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do next. I've been in that situation of desperation. Mm-hmm. And my friend said to me, Sophia, can you listen to the words that you're feeding yourself? Because mm-hmm. you and I, Sherry, know that as we use words, putting these letters together and we spell, we mm-hmm. weave magic. Mm-hmm. We put words together to form sentences. We, mm-hmm. we speak power over our life, a yes. sentence, a life sentence every time we utter Mm. and my utterances were all about how I couldn't shift and I couldn't see light to Mm -hmm. the point that I sat in darkness Mm. and when this guy called me out on my words and then also filled me with the words have you ever heard of somebody that considered themselves successful but never ever failed or felt a failure or someone that that won but has never lost. Mm. I mean, this is the way forward that there is growth. There is a growth journey. You break out as a seed and you grow upwards through, as you said, culture, Ah. um, cultivation, nurture. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I grew because what held me down in that moment is because I was afraid to ask. I didn't even see asking as an option. Can Mm -hmm. you help me? Was the Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the simple solution and I didn't Mm -hmm. even see it. 
Yes. I didn't even think of it. Yeah. And um, as I asked, I was helped. You know, I asked two people that I never would have asked. It never would have mm-hmm. come to me to ask. And mm-hmm. I asked them and they helped. And from there I grew. And I grew and grew to the point where people come to me and then, you know, as inspiration, when mm-hmm. I was the person that thought I had no inspiration within me. So <sighs> as you, you know, you speak to it, that, that thing of not thinking, but allowing yourself to be carried towards light, that is what a seed does. And maybe that's what that source, that, that little soul droplet is and does. And all these messages are the cultivation that help us break through into the light and then effortlessly grow into our true self before the mother, you know, father, yes. entrepreneur, yes. <laughs> whatever role. Yes. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Mm. So, Sophia, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just loving everything that you're saying. I'm struck by the synchronicity and the parallels and the whole of the kind of vibe of my life right now and exactly what you're saying. I'm like, wow, like we are mm. <laughs> in a similar just universal mind, right? Mm. So how could, how can people reach you? How can they get hold of you? How can they connect with you to perhaps even, you know, to journey with you or, you know, as a guide or a coach or facilitator, how can they reach you? Okay. Um, well, for those listening, I try and make it easy. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I, have, I have a group called the Mental Mastery and Manifestation Lounge. It's on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, you can easily join me there. I have three, um, I have three main events that I do in there where we can hang out and talk. Mm-hmm. And they're for different purposes, but I would definitely say start there in, in the lounge. Come and join the lounge. Uh-huh. Um, because one is called the Zen Garden and the conversation is very, very much like this. It's uh-huh. a Zoom call and it's private. It's locked and um, uh-huh. it's filled with wisdom. I mean, it flows and it's filled with wisdom. So if you like this, you'll love the Zen Garden. I also do a live training um, as well, twice a month um, on personal development principles based on the things I've learned from Napoleon Hill. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a Thursday evening, twice a month. And then every Friday we meet for a virtual coffee. So we talk about anything and it's brilliant. It's just like, it's it's sisterhood. I mean, th- sorry guys, my, my group is ladies only, just so you know. <laughs> but it's so cool. It's li- become a little bit of a clique <laughs> now because we've got yes. people that just come and it's their whole fix every week. So the lounge is the first place in terms of um, just coming to hang out and talk and explore more. But if you want to work with me on your idea and bringing mm-hmm. your idea into something that grows, mm-hmm. I have a program called the Vision Creation Experience um, where I have four uh, training modules inside what I call the Vision Creation Vault. And it takes you from your mm-hmm. idea into income. So yeah. you'll, you'll do that. But we also meet twice a month to get your questions answered as to where you are and what step you need to take next fantastic yeah so mm. um definitely they can dm dm me about that they can come to my website sophiabailey.co.uk and just reach out just reach out not you know i i um i don't really do the free discovery call or anything like that but you mm-hmm. can hang out with me in the group or if you yeah. already know that yeah i like her <laughs> if you mm-hmm. like me <laughs> yeah and you, and you want to hang out with me and you already know you want yeah. to do that please come to my website and send me a message and we'll and we'll get you sorted get you set up all right 
Fantastic. That's beautiful. You know, Sophia, yours is the best group that I'm part of on um, Facebook. Wow. Thank you for saying and, that. And and I've been I've been in loads of groups on Facebook. And um, but yours, <coughs> excuse me, yours is the best one. Thank you. You know what I loved about it? I loved the distinct spaces that you've created. Yeah. And the different conversations that we have in those zones. So you're talking about the Zen garden mm. and the coffee hangout yeah. and um, the poolside. <laughs> the poolside. The poolside. <laughs> oh, yeah, guys. So what Sherry is <laughs> describing with the names, I live in Spain. And this concept of a group came about because, you know, this isolation, we haven't been able to see each other. And I thought mm. about what it would be like if I could if I could invite my friends over and what it's like when I have my friends over. So when we're by the poolside, we kind of hang out. We talk about relationships. We talk about this kind of conversation we're having as well, just about how the world impacts us, relationships, mm. friendships, our relationships with ourselves. It's poolside and it's become somewhat of a training, but it's a Facebook Live. Um, and that's what it's like. Whereas if we're just in the kitchen for coffee, we're talking about goals. We're talking about, yeah, what are you doing next? Mm-hmm. How should we do it? That's the Zen, mm-hmm. that's the coffee bar and yes. the Zen garden. I have a Zen garden, which is my <laughs> spiritual and meditation space. And Beautiful. so those calls take part there and they are sacred. I don't think there's been a, a week since we started uh, three months uh-huh. ago where there hasn't been tears. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh-huh. it's such a release, that space. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um yeah so this is how it is it's like that group is like coming to my house that's what it's like and uh maybe that's why it feels different to other groups yeah because you've curated it you've cultivated it in that way absolutely it's full of intention it's full of love it's full of wisdom and it's full of uh like the magic source i think is acceptance yes and 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 that is really something I notice a lot in the space is that people are really welcome exactly as they are oh it's beautiful it's a beautiful space I think you're curating it absolutely beautifully thank you so much I'm so glad you feel welcome there and that that's our that's our main intention feel welcome you don't have to do anything you do in other groups if you want to sit there and just watch and that's the space you're in and just receive that's fine come fill your vessel chill it's fine you could do that in my mm-hmm. house you can do that in my group <laughs> you know you want to show up to an event one of them and not the others fine you want to show up to all of them fine i mean <laughs> the only thing that we don't really do is um if you were coming to my house you wouldn't come in with your big poster with your ad on it and come stick it <laughs> on my wall so we don't do that. <laughs> we don't just walk in the door and come stick ads on, on Sophia's wall of a house. No. <laughs> so, sis, you know, that that's that's one of the reasons that I love your group as well, because nobody's trying to sell me anything. No. Huh? Like the, the, the principle of everybody has divine wisdom within them. And if you slow down enough, you'll contact it seems to be totally in play in your group. And it's not that I don't know. Um that we can and can't, that we can approach you and, you know, we can approach you for personal coaching, we can approach you for personal programs, mm. but that isn't all of what's going on in your space. No. And, and and it feels so much more wholesome because of that. It feels like a sister space. It feels like a space to hang out, you know, to be nourished and nurtured and blessed and be part of something, mm. you know, even the interaction between people, 
It's beautiful. It really is. Thank you so much yeah. for saying that um, yeah. and, and giving me the chance to talk about the group here as well. Because I think um, your podcast fits so well with that. And I'm hoping that we can put a recording, actually the link in the group. I think people would love to chime in about our conversation oh, yeah. and also, you know, about the group. So thank so you. So we'll definitely put the link uh, for this one in the group absolutely. and um, we'll let people know that it's coming through the week. That can be our yeah. <laughs> that be that's a that good I, idea. That I'll crack on and do this week is <laughs> build up a little momentum and Aww. help people to be curious about it because it's been a beautiful conversation. It has. Thank you so, so much for inviting me. All my heart. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you, Sherry. You've really set me up for the day. I'll listen to this again. I've enjoyed it, and you've given me so much inspiration in just that thought. Those new thoughts coming through. Um. I'm always grateful for for conversation and friendship like yours. Thank you so much for this space. Oh, sis, have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. You too. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Bye again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.